Welcome to the Healthy Marriages Dope Podcast. Y'all catch that name change. New name alert. <laughs> yes, we have changed the name of the Table for Seven podcast to the Healthy Marriages Dope Podcast. That's more on brand with where we are in life right now. It just makes sense, y'all. It yeah. Just makes sense. So if you're following us on IG, or if you're not aware, Healthy Marriages Dope is the handle. And we post a lot about... We don't post a lot. We haven't posted a lot recently, but what's there are motivational uh, comments, quotes, just promoting a healthy marriage. So, hence the name of this podcast. Yeah. Slightly different setup. Um, slightly, yeah, slightly different. And we're still trying to work our way into what's comfortable and what we can do consistently. But it's been a while. The last podcast that we did was audio only when we were in Virginia we had some unplanned events this summer uh, we did a road trip from where we live right outside of Dallas to Hampton Virginia made a couple stops along the way and ultimately while we were in Virginia I developed a herniated disc Not actually I think that. I had it before yes. I left you had that but thing. it just became unbearable and I had to have emergency surgery so that was awesome. That was eventful. Yeah. Which is should be the title, our theme, like the John's family theme of 2021, eventfulness, because it has been one event after another. Would you care to elaborate on that? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's all been, has it all been me? For the most part, I've been struggling with, I've been struggling with uh, back pains and Really, it was sciatica. So it was diagnosis sciatica last January. All of January, I was pretty much down. And then right after that, you had the flu, which. After I'm that? Before. 2020. Oh, yeah. 20. Yeah. Oh, after your sciatica. Yeah, yeah. after my sciatica attack yeah. for my 30 day bout with sciatica, you had the flu, which. The actual flu. You think I had COVID? I'm not. I mean, it was. It seemed <laughs> it to have been really the worst. Bad. It was horrible. Yeah. Like I was really out. Of it. I couldn't breathe. Like to breathe in cold air, I felt like I was gonna die. Yeah. But this was before COVID was a thing. This is like in February. Well, it was about a month yeah. before it was announced. Yeah. So fast forward to 2021. I thought I was having another bout. So I was nearing what is this? This would be May of 2021. I started feeling the same way that I did in January of last year. And I was just dealing with it. So we had graduation. Our oldest child, Anna, graduated from high school. We had family come out. I was limping around. Um, we were already planning to go to Virginia at that point. So I was just dealing with it. I started seeing a chiropractor right before we left. And that made things a little bit better. Mm. But I still, I really couldn't, I just couldn't get right. And then I don't think the drive helped at all. So we drove the 21, 22 hours. We didn't drive straight. But I I want to say I felt good, but I just, I could deal with it. But by the time we got to Virginia, our middle child, Donovan, uh, turned 14. And a couple of days after his birthday, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with life. I was in tears because of the pain. I could only lay on my stomach. Uh, we didn't know what was wrong. It was a feat trying to get an MRI because everything was backed up. And honestly, if it wasn't for God, number one, my sister, number two, who was in the health, um, in the health system where I was treated, she made some calls and sent some emails yeah. that excite some folks. And I was able to get seen. And I was really just, I was really just hoping to get the MRI to figure out what was wrong. And when they did the MRI, the nurse came out and said, Hey, do you, do you know where you should go after this? And I said, I guess I'm going home. You know, the whole point was getting MRI. It was a circus trying to get that done. And she said, I think you need to just, we'll just keep you on the, on the stretcher, right? That's what I was on. Mm -hmm. Or the gurney. Is that no stretcher? Stretcher. Whatever it is. It's the same difference. 
and they admitted me to the hospital. And originally I was going to have surgery the same day, but because I wasn't on the schedule, I was kind of like on standby. Standby, yeah. Yeah. You was on standby. And the doctor had a pretty long surgery before your surgery. Yeah. And then that was around seven o'clock. They actually took me down to prep me. Mm Mm-hmm. As if I was going to have the surgery, and I, I stayed down there for about an hour, and then yeah. the doctor came in and said, "Hey, you can't. What do you think about tomorrow or next week?" So that didn't go over so well initially, but it all worked out, and another doctor performed the surgery, which was his a blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, his bedside manner was a lot better, and it just—I mean, it, it just worked out. So I went in Friday. Had the pump fake Friday evening on the surgery. Saturday evening, around the same time as I was scheduled, the, the day before, around seven eight o'clock, they did the surgery. I woke up mad. Did I wake up mad? You woke up angry. The nurses came up. You woke up angry because you said you were still in pain. And you're like, it's the same problem. It's the same problem. Yes, you woke up up. But everybody wakes up different out of anesthesia. You know what I mean? a whole different thing so i i really don't remember <laughs> you were asleep by the time you got like when they brought you back up from recovery and stuff like that you were asleep so yeah, yeah i remember waking up in the area like i was still downstairs and i remember being brought upstairs but i didn't think i was bucking about the pain until the next morning because when the doctor came in i thought i oh <laughs> not so much anyhow <laughs> I thought that the surgery didn't take, but of course your body is in shock. It's not an immediate reaction. Yeah. So Saturday had the surgery Sunday morning. I was feeling a little bit better, but I was still nervous to to walk around because before I couldn't walk. I mean, I literally, when I would stand up prior to the surgery, had about 15 seconds before my body expired, like from the pain. So, you know, I had to make decisions around, should I go to the bathroom or not? And that was, it was actually short lived after the surgery. The doctor put it on me to go home that day if I wanted to, if I wanted to stay that night. But we had Eden's birthday party mm-hmm. that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Eden is our youngest daughter, second youngest child. What? Second oldest. See it? No, second youngest. Eden is the second youngest? Yeah. Eli's the youngest. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, going the other way. Right. So we, we, I didn't want to disrupt that. So we discharged midday Sunday Mm -hmm. and I could actually walk. I could actually walk. I made one wrong move getting into the, uh, we have an SUV. So I kind of jumped into it like I was not fresh off of surgery. And that was probably the only setback. And it was, by the time we got to the house, it wasn't a big deal. I was walking on my own. So. Mm Yeah, that's the, what the one thing. But then oh. here we fresh oh. up off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the surgery in Virginia pushed us back a little bit, about a week and a half. We got back home the week before the kids were starting school, mm-hmm. and actually Keisha had to fly home with child number two and child number three. It's terrible that you got to number your children, but Imani and Donovan, yep. oldest, second oldest girl, oldest boy. Mm-hmm. They were in summer school, so they were doing the summer school uh, daily work remote, mm-hmm. but the school mandated that you had to actually be present for exams. Yeah, at the school. So we were planning our trip around that anyway and planning to be back home mm-hmm. from the drive so that they can take their test. But ultimately, Keisha had to fly back with the kids, and then they came back to Virginia, and then we shipped our uh, SUV home on a carrier, and then we flew back. It was the whole ordeal. I think we had 30 something bags. It was, it was, it's comical in hindsight, but it was an adventure getting back. So I get back. I can't lift anything. That was the most frustrating thing about traveling. I couldn't lift any bags or anything like that because I was post post op. And that time frame of me being on restrictions was to expire literally on my birthday. Yep. <laughs> and then <laughs> on my birthday. And a couple days after my birthday. Listen, I, I 
planned this amazing weekend and everything, honey, in life. So sat down. Yeah. So a couple days after my birthday, we go out. My birthday's in the middle of the week. We go out that weekend. Keisha surprised me with uh, some friends here, some family here. That Monday, we find out Donovan has COVID. Yep. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Um, so what? What I happened? I tested was, him on Monday. Wait. No. So the week. So before that Thursday, I tested him on on Monday. He went to school on Tuesday. I picked him up from school. He went to school Wednesday, and I picked him up Wednesday morning when we got the the PCR results. So his rapid came back negative within like thirty minutes, an hour. They mailed it off to their lab in California, and that was supposed to take like 24 hours or so. And because his rabbit came back negative, I was like, okay, well, he just had whatever the nasty school germs are that are regular. And he went to school Wednesday morning, and I opened the email, and it said that he was COVID positive. So I had to go pick up my baby from school on Wednesday. Yeah. He went to school Tuesday. Tired. Yeah. Came home. Yeah, Monday. Out. Monday, he was out. They did the test. Mm-hmm. The rapid came back negative. So he went to school Tuesday. Still sc- like congested. You know, st- we're, we're still thinking he just has like a cold or something yeah. like that or whatever. And then Wednesday, he's at school. The notification comes in. Keisha's like, he's got it. And when she said that, I was like, I think I got it too. And I was like, how? Like, that was very left field for me. Like, because I didn't know. I had been asking you, like, how are you feeling? You're like, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then all of a sudden, mm, I think I have COVID. I was like, what? Yeah. I um, <laughs> I was starting to feel chest pains, like difficulty. It's hard to explain if, you, and you don't want it to understand it, but it wasn't like I was scared about the chest pain, but it was di- like it definitely felt different. Mm-hmm. Like breathing, it's like, mm. This isn't normal. This isn't natural. Yeah. It was just late. I guess that labors. Yeah. That's my big word for this podcast. Okay. It was just labors. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyhow. I had COVID. So yeah. coming off of my post-op recovery where I couldn't do too much working out, I couldn't lift anything. I was actually getting excited about being able to start moving around, maybe walking on the treadmill. And then COVID was like, let me get your lungs. And got them. Yeah. Got them things all the way. I was so, okay, y'all. Normally I'm cool under pressure. And I believe that I was cool in this situation until I closed the door every time I came in to check on you. It was like the most overwhelming experience of my life having my son and my husband with this thing that you don't know which way it's gonna go you know what I mean like there's nothing I can do other than keep you hydrated and well-fed and medicated it's all up to God for real and it was so super stressful for me so I got all the things I got like a pulse ox thing so I can check his oxygen like taking his temperature constantly and your temperature, your fever for the last four or five days of it, it was like up and down, up and down. His oxygen got down to like 88%, which isn't the worst, but it's not good. Like normal, if you don't have COVID, it's 97 to 100%. If you do have COVID, 90 to 100%, and you were under the 90%. And yeah, I was never nervous. And it's it's, uh, it's interesting that you said that about trusting God, because that's, that's why I was the whole summer. Like I couldn't walk. I was starting to doubt, you know, hey, when you don't know what's wrong with you, you start to think all types of things. So I was like, man, am I going to be paralyzed? Am I going to, they're going to have to take my leg. Like it, it was that kind of pain with those with the thoughts. And it, it wasn't, uh, what is it? Hypochondriac? Will you over exaggerate? Maybe that's not the right, Mm-mm. I don't know, application, but I wasn't, it wasn't like I was anxious and making up things in my mind that I had. It was just the pain um, was really that severe. So I, you know, especially when it was time to go to surgery, it happened so fast. I was like, okay, God, 
you got it. I mean, there's absolutely nothing I could do. And that's been the storyline this whole summer. Uh, so when, when COVID hit, I was more concerned with Donovan and like mentally what would happen with him if he was going to be nervous, but he was. He did sleep for like three days straight. Like there was a stint after we found out that he was positive. I think like the whole weekend, he was not trying to ruin your birthday weekend. So he kept saying, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And he was not okay. Yeah. That boy, that boy slept. Three days, literally three days straight. Like really, really slept. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Donovan got over it first, went back to school. Yeah. I was out of work for about a week. Um, and I was the, the really, I was just like in the days, kind of foggy. And I've heard people say that before. I know Thomas was saying that. Takesha's brother was saying, uh, like he was in the fog, I believe. That's what I recall when he had it. Mm-hmm. And he had to be hospitalized. But I, I just, it wasn't like I was sitting around watching Netflix all day. A lot of times I was just sitting, either laying down or sitting in the chair, staring. <laughs> and you were fatigued. Like you were exhausted. You said you couldn't, you just didn't have energy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You just kept like falling asleep. So it was weird. And the thing was that the sleep was like 15, 20 minutes. And then I wake up and it, it felt like Groundhog Day several times a day. You just keep waking up and. It's like, man, is I feel like I should be doing something, but I just couldn't figure it out. And like I was really out of it. And it wasn't, I wasn't checking emails at work. I wasn't doing much of anything. If somebody IM me, I would I would get it. But it was it's not an experience that I would really want anyone to have. Yeah. I don't want to have that. I I I have reached my limit of things that can happen this year. Like my brain, I can't take it. My, I'm tired. Like I slept on the couch for how many, two, three weeks, however long it was. Like I have reached, I know God gives his hardest battles to the strongest soldiers, but it's time for me to tap out. Yeah. I, <laughs> it got so normal. Us not sleeping in the same bed. It was, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Like after it was. After I was out of quarantine, he's just like, I don't, well, I mean, can we, will we? I don't know. I, I still don't know. I don't what, know. What should we, what should we do? Anywho, that was quick catch up on the challenges this summer. Um, and what's been going on with us. And yeah. it's a great lead in to our topic for this week. Since yeah. we've had a lot of things, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what did we actually welcome them to the no, podcast. No, hey y'all, yeah. we did. We t- yeah, because we said it's a new name. Hey, welcome to the new oh, name. Okay, and stuff. We just start talking. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that, <laughs> that little catch up. That was a little. We get we can talk now. It's been a rough summer. Yeah, it's been a rough summer. So we we're ready to put it all behind us. But for honestly, it gave me it gave me pause. With the um, with the oh, so the surgery I had my L five S one had to be shaved down. It was literally so big that a routine surgery that they you know schedule weeks out. Uh, mine was so exaggerated that they had to do the surgery ASAP. So that's what it was. L five S one. If anybody out there has dealt with that, um, and leading up to it, it was a sciatica issue. So herniated disc. Yeah. Well, I mean, sciatica was an issue as well, right? Mm-hmm. It was, was sciatica a side effect of the herniated disc? Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so Keisha is, Keisha took the lead on the topic this week. But I chose one of your topics. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have a list because we're actually serious about the pot. Well, we're, we're in. <laughs> We're serious, not intentional. Mm-hmm. We're turning that corner. Right. Um, I mean, we've had life. I ain't, I ain't making no apologies, y'all. This is what we got right now. This is where we have been right now. Now, moving forward, it's going to be better. Yeah, but I'm I'm at a point now where I introduce myself as a podcaster. So with this podcast, getting back on track, um, I've also launched another podcast. It's called the Dear Son Podcast. If you haven't heard of such the link will be in the description 
but I'm really passionate about it. I see a lot of potential in podcasting. I think the industry is still early. And I think I'm pretty sure podcasting is going to do to the standard traditional, well, traditional today forms of advertising, what the internet did to radio and television. I believe that. So um, I'm not in it because of that. I think there's a unique timing, but the Dear Son podcast is very near and dear to my heart. And I actually feel like that is my calling. I, I feel a purpose attached to it. So we casting. We casting. But to you. Yes. Let's talk about it. What's the topic? So I have a question for you, husband. Are you ready for the question? Had to give me a little sippy sip. <laughs> Would you marry <clears throat> me again? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. So uh, I already got my answer, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> so we're gonna agree that this is all hypothetical. All hypothetical. We're speaking in hypotheticals. How, how else can you? You can speak the real real. No, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not setting up something negative, but this is one of those questions like if you had to do it over would you have five kids? It's re- I mean it's rhetoric. Right. Like you can't you can't undo life. No, you can't undo it, but and all you have to reference is life to this point. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a right answer and the, I mean we no, Almost 17 years in now. Ain't no, nothing. but <laughs> this is it. But hold on. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like this is dun, dun, dun. like there's, there's no nothing negative yeah, about no. it. But you know how I think. I, My feelings ain't about to be hurt. It's not even about feelings being hurt. But like, is this a real like, is this a real conversation? And I came up with the topic. Yes, you did. Like, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it the same way? Absolutely not. Not the same way. I just want to. Boom. So there you go. Now you open the door because it's like. <laughs> I think that's like the can that I go through all of this again. No, I do it a lot smarter. I'm not saying I do it with somebody differently, but I do it a lot smarter. But go ahead. No, I asked you the question. So would well, you I, it was me? my topic. So I okay. actually asked you the question. Excuse, excuse. How do we know it? So Mm-mm. how do you how do you even how do you answer this? Okay, so I have a answer. If I had to answer as my twenty six to 30 year old so the answer would probably be no (laughs) but to answer the question as my 40 year old self yes because we are different beings you are a different being than we were early on in our relationship and I feel like our tolerances are a little bit different now um and yeah we, I mean, we out. I don't know. We're gonna be able to pull a thread on this one for the rest of the uh, podcast because that's kind of the same answer. I think there's a phase in my life where it wouldn't have made. I wouldn't have made the same decision. We got. Explain. You said you said twenty six to thirty. No, Honey, no. Yeah, because I'm saying like I think within the last five, maybe seven years, we just got to a point of accepting each other's changes. Right. From my perspective, I don't know how you feel. Um. I can go with that. We've accepted each other's changes, I believe. Accepted. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe not in the sense of, um, well, that's, it is what it is, but like you, you grow, you change. Right. So like you said, the person you were. Right. Is not who you are now. So marrying. Then. Yes. You would have made the same decision at that point in life. Marrying. Now, maybe the decision is the same, but there's a period in between where it was, I wasn't feeling your changes. I wasn't open to them. I wasn't taking care of your feelings. Like that was a whole thing. There was a whole, there was a whole period of thing, of thing. Um, But my question, another question is like, I have some stuff written down. So what were some of the core, core values that you were expecting in our marriage that happened or did not happen? Like were a part of it or maybe weren't a part of it? One big thing was 
I knew that you would care for our family. Mm. Um, th- your approach to it was your approach to it. I mean, okay. you kind of. <laughs> so keep, no, because you, you, you have a timeline in your head that suggests things are going to get done. You're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. It's only in your head, though. Right. <laughs> like it's, or in my planner, and you don't know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. I've been asking Keisha to get on calendars for a minute but that's just not like that's a that's a point right there yeah like i will send out calendar invites about stuff the boys got the haircuts we're doing this there's an appointment at the house keisha i'm very much an analog girl you're very much a digital guy yeah but the thing is when you write it in your calendar and your planner i may or may not share it it's as if you told me I know. <laughs> Apologize. I'm sorry. And I don't, you know. No, I may or may not relay the information <laughs> to you. <laughs> Y'all, I'm a whole hot mess. It's fine. Yeah. So, th- I mean, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that I expected that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in the same vein, but like. house management mm-hmm. and I'm only speaking so I'll, I, what I will do is take responsibility for early on when I had the expectation and our commitments were equal we were both going to work sure. there were young kids to take care of and you had the bulk of it so I accept that early on my expectations weren't realistic in terms of what I was giving to the relationship and also, at what was it, 22? Child, that was a 22, 23 when we had our first. Well, oh. yeah, I mean, I, that's when you're still developing as a person. Like, I didn't have it all together, child. I didn't know what I was doing, yeah, with the kid and trying to do <laughs> the marriage stage. Like, what? Okay, yeah, so I mean, so that early on, recently though, it's it's not a um it's not a point of contention. I just really don't get it. Like I my ask is to manage it, not to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we need to get help? All right, well let's call them up. Let's figure it out. But and I know you process stuff in your head and again, at some point it's gonna come out and be magic, but I don't. I don't, I don't be knowing. <laughs> like I, I really don't be knowing. Yeah, and to me, it feels like your tolerance for a disorganized house is way higher than mine. Mm-hmm. And that may not be the case, but it's like yo, let's call somebody. I agree. Call somebody. We'll not. And I think I said this on the podcast, but we'll not eat. We're not Uber eat two times a month. And I won't buy a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. But I mean, so yeah, wasn't, that wasn't too bad. I mean, like I ought, These are things that people have seen in the vlogs. We got five kids. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying in like total assessment. I made the right decision. Okay. Like I'm I'm cool with it. So it's just when I put it in the list of thing of topics, I went through this in my head with myself. Like, is that really number one? Is it smart to have that conversation? If yes, can we have that conversation objectively, where it's only a conversation it doesn't lead to anything else? So, but your turn. Okay, I forgot the question. Yeah, y'all. Uh, core values. Um. I don't know if it's core values for me, but there were things that I had in my mind. We've had this discussion before. Things that I had in my mind that I just knew was going to happen in our relationship. You know, like I just knew we were going to, I don't know, renew our vows. You know, like girly things that I had anticipation for that I had to 
let go of. Okay, that's just not going over. So let me interrupt you with a fun fact. It was actually I was actually planning that for the 15th, mm-hmm. 15 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I was trying to um I was planning for us to go to the what was it, the um the Love Hour conference in Atlanta. Okay. Kevin on stage, Melissa and uh mm-hmm. Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. Uh if you don't follow them, Kevin on stage, Miss Kevin on stage. They had a they have a podcast that's really in a similar vein to this. Well, that means life. Life, they talk a lot about marriage and love. But they were doing a weekend event that had a whole itinerary. And part of it was a wedding vow renewal service. Mm-hmm. I saw that. But COVID. So I'm, the only point I'm making is I know that was important to you. And I know you wanted to do 10. We didn't do 10. Um, trying to think what was going on. Oh, 10, we were moving to Dubai. Yeah. That was 2015. Yeah. Uh, but I heard you and I knew that was important to you and I was trying to oh, thanks, babe. do that. But go ahead. Um, yeah, so I just had to let go of some things that I had envisioned um, for us. But it was no, like, I knew that you would take care of your family. I knew that, you know, you would be a good father for our children. But what are the things? things what do you mean? I said a couple of things. What are the things oh. that you had to let go of? Oh, okay. So that was one of the things. Um, I had to let go of the idea that we were always going to be friends. And I don't say that we're not friends now, but there were periods in our relationship where we just be my friends. Yeah, for real. We were, we were roommates at one time. Right, and in my mind, like this is my best friend. Like we um be lounging on the couch and just random things that you see on TV that is not real life. Um, that you know that I bought into and child don't do that. Well, I don't know if it's don't do that, but I think for me, and part of what's coming out in the Dear Son podcast is I'm actually taking inventory of my behaviors um, for that particular podcast, for that mission, it's about me being a father. Mm -hmm. But I look at like the way our families interact now. Your family is very loud, doesn't do it justice. And I'm not talking about volume, but just animated, um, touchy-feely, embracing. We take up space. Right. Like and y'all would sit on top of each other, yes. like like that. Yes, that wasn't how it was in my house, and maybe literally I mean, it was, sit it on was, top of each other. Yeah, it was. It was just one more child in your family, mm-hmm. but from two to three is a big deal. And then me and my sister were so far apart in age. Yeah, that we weren't. We got cool when she went to college. Mm-hmm. Like I started, I know I started to appreciate her. I don't know when she started appreciating. She I know she does you. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we're close now, but it's a different close. Yeah. So your expectation of yeah, love, family love is different. Not I wouldn't even say love, but just the way it's expressed. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I'm not suggesting that my family loves any less. We just no. your like, family not, loves really hard. Yeah, actually. So I guess my my point is that. I don't, I don't know if it was a not understanding love language, not being, we definitely weren't. I definitely wasn't as emotionally mature, mm-hmm. but like you saying, you're giving up on that. It wasn't that. That wasn't a behavior I was demonstrating because I didn't want to give you what you needed. Mm-hmm. I just, that wasn't how I grew up. Right. So I get it. I understand. I understand that. I wasn't saying that you were uh, being, there was any malice in it. It's just, okay, well, this ain't a part of our, story at this point um but it was just stuff like that actually nothing too major okay do you have any um like questions as it pertains to would you marry me again like for me um so my mind works a little different i just think like how it would have changed the trajectory of 
our lives mm -hmm. individually and together. So if we didn't get married at the point at the time that we got married, mm -hmm. would there have been another window oh, for us to that we would have got married? I don't know. I so. don't know. I don't know. I probably would have ended up staying in the military. Definitely. Um, and what? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. your second term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. I'm always, it's, it's all, like I said, it's always feel like an eggshell conversation because you don't want to start thinking too long and hard about that. Okay. For me, I don't know. Okay. I mean, clearly you feel differently, but I just, I don't, I don't put a whole lot of stock. It was definitely an interesting conversation, but do I have any other questions for you? Mm -hmm. So if we were in the window where it wasn't likely that we would have gotten married mm -hmm. or you would have married me again, what do you think that you would be able, would have been able to accomplish mm -hmm. that you haven't been able to accomplish now because we are married and you had a family? Hmm. That's a very good question. Hmm. I feel like when it was just me, just me in honor, I was doing like auditions, like doing more things, you know? And of course, when you take on the responsibility of a husband and a larger family, like that is your number one priority. You got to focus on that. And so I think I may have traveled earlier or, you know, I don't know pursued other endeavors at some point. So do you, is it a situation of learning to live with regret or do you feel like these things are on pause and there's still opportunity? Like, what do you think is gone, gone? Uh, child, I'm old now. So <laughs> there's a lot that's gone, gone just based on age. Um, and my desires aren't the same now at 40 that they were in my twenties. So I don't necessarily want to go on auditions and do stuff like that anymore. That's not, that's not what I want to do anymore. Um, but do you not want to do it because it hasn't been a reality for so long that you've, you don't think you can do it or you, you legitimately, this is not who I am anymore. Oh, that may be it. It might be just, it's, I haven't done it. So I may not, I don't feel connected to that anymore i have other things that i'm excited about now so but do those other things make you feel do you feel the, the way you do you feel a, a way about the other things that you're doing now that is comparable to those dreams that you had that you've Maybe. that you've aborted um sometimes i feel excited I'm sorry, I'm quiet. Sometimes I feel really, really excited about the things I'm doing now. Um, and the idea that I can do those things and still be home with you guys. You know? Yeah, I just wonder if it's, if it's, if it's as fulfilling mm -hmm. at this stage in your life. Because I think you do a lot of stuff well. Mm-hmm. But I've been not searching but. for the things. Yeah, not, and I have been searching for the things. Not but you do a lot of stuff well. It doesn't seem to actually satisfy you though. It seems like you maybe you accomplish it and then it's like, eh, this wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. And then you're looking for the next mm. thing. Is I mean, or maybe like you say, you want to do all the things. So I definitely know I want to do all the things. I do. Is there things that you have laid to the side or that you wish that you would have done? Like what would have been done in that space? Very um, shallow things like a motorcycle. Oh, um, okay. Well, you can do that now. I probably, I would have lived in Atlanta at some point. Like, you got to do the DC thing. I remember that was a thing for you. Yeah. But now, I mean, like I feel... Like I, I really feel alive with the podcast. 
I can see it. I really feel alive with our um, apparel line. Mm -hmm. And these are not plugs, but buy some merch. <laughs> Actually, don't buy some merch. It's buy, buy some apparel. This is an apparel brand. Right. A family lifestyle brand. A lifestyle brand. brand. Come on, <laughs> family lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. We promote healthy family relationships through impact clothing. That is an actual commercial somewhere else. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Part of it, I think I was fooling myself and not making it as big of a deal as I wanted to be by saying it was a balance to my corporate life. Mm -hmm. But this is what I want. And this is not like, hey, I quit. I'm doing this now. Like mm -hmm. I, I really see the potential in all the things that we're doing as a family. And um, I just think it'd be a, a real disservice not to see it through. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm really excited for what you have going on. It's a lot and it's important and impactful and it makes me really proud to be your wife. That's dope. What, part of something that I do still struggle with is, is this another thing that is taking all of my attention and your stuff is getting on the back burner? I don't, I don't think I'm conflicting with what you're trying to do. No. I'm just like, I'm laser focused on it. So yeah, I'm, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm recording. And I, I want to be like, I get the same feeling like now this is exciting for me doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's late. We should be sleeping. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, not as bad as the last one. I know. I know. I'm trying. I got my coffee out. I'm I'm energized. I promise I am. I'm excited about this topic. Yeah. Actually. But I think I mean I think people enjoy people tell me that they enjoy seeing us and how we interact. Yeah. I just think we got a real story that, you know, we can do our part to offset some of the negative crap that's out there because that That's a lot of it. Yeah. I mean it's so much that I don't follow. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, when there's something newsworthy, I get it late because I'm not watching the news. Mm -hmm. Just like with when the text my mom sent the other day, talk about stock up on. Yeah, why, 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 what I was the thing? Okay. I don't, <laughs> she, I don't know if that she was. She thought it was something, y'all stock up on the rice and beans. Okay. Yeah. I don't <laughs> no know context. If that was, I don't know if that was just motherly intuition or like, mm -hmm. and her mom used to do that. Her, yeah. My mom's mom worked at a supermarket. Mm -hmm. Her garage looked like a supermarket, Love like it. canned goods, mm -hmm. organized that way. And like. And then she worked at the food bank or volunteered at the food bank yeah. after that. You could literally go shopping in my grandmother's uh, garage Love at one that. point, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I just, like I said, I feel like we got something to offer to a community, yeah. I think that community can be huge. Yeah. And it's not in a sense of trying to be like somebody else that has a huge community. I just think we got, like, we, it's always something to talk about in our, in our house. Yeah. And we've not done um, our part long enough. And I just think, think there's something to it. I agree. Okay, so guys. We don't want to leave you without actually helping in some way. So in doing my research for this topic, I found a few articles and one of them pointed out some of the relationship killers. And trust me when I tell you, we have hit almost everyone on this list, but we made it. So that means y'all can too. I'm going to read this list. We didn't coordinate this, so I'm... No. You don't I'm, know. I'm listening. Okay. I'm learning so, in real time. Yes. Okay. So this is what the psychologist said that some of the relationship killers are. And put a finger up. No, that's what they do on TikTok. Put a finger down if you. Anyway, the first one is unspoken expectations. Shameless plug about my podcast. This is a big deal with me and my son. Um. So I guess I. I well. Go listen to the podcast, but I'm, I'm struggling with having these expectations of my our son that I haven't actually communicated to him. So 
is it in that vein or something yes, else? Yes, which was very early in our, well, very early in into the midway unspoken expectations, I think, from both sides. Um, the next one is avoidance, and I know I'm guilty of that. I'll just yeah. tighten my lips right on up. Oh, I was <laughs> Keep gonna, it moving. I was going to say uh, what, what I learned from COVID, and I've said it before, is that I like my family. Specifically, I like my wife, which like is great. But I traveled so much that I was faking it, really. And it didn't come out. Well, no, yeah. it didn't come out. But just I was more tolerating things than dealing with them because I knew a trip was coming up. So if I was feeling some kind of way about something, mm-hmm. a trip was going to be coming up and I was going to be gone. And then I would be gone for a week and then I would feel less stressed about it or less affected. Um, not well, I wouldn't feel as strongly about it when I got back. Mm. So I wasn't actually living a healthy marriage. Right. I was just avoiding stuff. Yeah. And it was I had a built in excuse to avoid it. Same. You won't go nowhere. Ditto, but I was here. Oh, you was waiting for me to go somewhere. <laughs> Try <Child> turkey. <laughs> not waiting for you but hey sometimes it was like okay recenter let me refocus and get myself together okay so the next one is needing to be right who who hmm. who who do you think has that's been more important to mm-hmm. if you consider the whole relationship I don't know. I feel like we kind of equal. Who do you feel? Me? You? Um, I don't know. I think I per- because our personalities are so different. Maybe it just showed differently. Mm. Like my need to be right is it's subtly nasty. <laughs> not not <laughs> not bedroom nasty. But I'm talking about like nice nasty. No, what I'm saying is. Like when I'm arguing to be right, I want you to feel small. Okay. And I want you to have to go somewhere and deal with it that mm. you feel small, right? Okay. That's the win for me. It's mm. not about being loud and all of that, but like that was a point in my life where I just, yeah, I want you to feel dumb. Okay. Yours is not that. No. Yours is different. How is it different? Yeah, you can tell it. No, I want I, I want to hear mine. how you how you no, feel that it's you different. Get off the hook like that. No, it's like I don't I honestly don't know most times. My sister says I throw shade, but I don't feel like I am shady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Am I shady? I still, I still call you a hater sometimes. I'm not a hater, though. I don't know. I'm not a hater. I mean, I know I you, just, you're not, but no, sometimes not. just will come out that initial. He's the only one that walk in the room <laughs> mid-sentence of a movie or a show and got the whole she got a whole uh, I don't know just dissertation not dissertation but like this perspective of everything that's not actually happening in the show like you just come in with an assessment that's like like how do you even how do you even get there how did you get to that and you only saw three seconds of what so you happening? say I be judging? Is that what you're saying? I'm a judger. I think we all judge. Yes. We all seem to come short. You trying oh, to say I'm extra judging? Is that what you're saying? It's fine if you are. I, I think that's part of your personality. I don't think it's malicious, but like you come in and you, uh. And you want to know why? I've come to realize this over the past year. I talked with Danya about it too. I'm hypercritical of myself. Therefore, I'm hypercritical of everything. Not meaning to. It's just since I was a kid, I've been the oldest. That pressure of always being good. Yeah. Sorry. You go um, in advance. You think we need therapy? I know we do. I think everybody does. I think it behooves us all to get therapy, baby. What you think? Yeah, I just. Um, I'm traumatized. I know. Yeah, I, I like again, like just 
the journey that I'm on through the podcast, we've said it about this. Like we we have really good conversations, all eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> <Number> nine. <laughs> the joke is we've done eight in two years, so it's more like a quarterly podcast. Yes. But you guys are gonna see different. And never mind if we said that before. So um but yeah, I I I think these conversations are therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And I think as a family, I know a couple of our kids need to go to therapy. Yeah, definitely. And that's not a bad thing. No. That's not a bad thing. I one of the topics that I was trying to work through in my head, and I'll get to it. I don't know if I don't know if I need a guess to do it or not, but it was something to the effect of just the thoughts that I was having was I want my son to be aware enough to know that he needs therapy. I also don't want to be the father whose son needs therapy. But I think the second part is because of the stigma therapy Mm -hmm. has and needing therapy is not a bad thing. Everybody needs to unpack and deal with becoming human beings like we all have stuff that we've been through so i feel it's weird because it seems like it's the most logical thing Mm -hmm. to always practice always have a professional opinion a coach Mm -hmm. a mentor and everything else in life life, Mm -hmm. except for life (laughs) the meaningful things in life like talking through it and all that so but go ahead all right, y'all. Okay, so the next one is the be more like me mentality. I'll take that one. Okay. I'll take that one. Because yes. if 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 you if only you had just been if if only you had just thought like me in some yes. you, you know what I mean? Yes. But, anyway. yes. but no, what's next? But God. We're getting short on time. So. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're not gonna like the next one either. Withholding your truth and your love. And or your love. I know we've been through a withholding your love and definitely a withholding your truth. That's what is withholding your, or just not communicate? I guess that's a communication mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing that I'm also struggling with is your truth. In truth, absolutely. No. Okay. Perspective is everything. All right. The next one, ignoring bids for connection. Bids? Like trying or. Oh. Yes. Ignoring that. This one part person. is reaching out. Yes. Yeah. I that one, um, so that one's interesting now because I know sometimes I think like, oh, she read me sleep. And I'm not talking about just <laughs> sex, but also sex. But like, I struggle with, well, she's doing so much and she, and she, and she sleep. Cause you be falling asleep. Like when I sleep, I be sleep. Child. It's the morning. When you go, when me. you go horizontal, you be sleep. <laughs> Headphones half off. <laughs> I don't know what you be looking at. TikTok playing for the 80th time. Like you be sleep. And I'm like, ah, man. But then obviously, <laughs> listen. I come down and open the door, peep in, and I'm like, "Oh, he sleeps." So I come right on back upstairs and keep working. You heard what she said. She mm-hmm. comes down, so she wasn't in there. Keisha, I, Keisha don't have no sleep pattern. I don't on schedule. Mm-mm. I like, try to get done what I can get done when I can get it done. Like, yeah, but you also be at it all day. I do. So I feel like I got a little bit of on that. ADHD. Like once I'm focused on one thing, I'll be focused on that one thing until it's done. Okay. Okay. Let me more we got. Um, one, two, three, four. Let's hear it. Okay. Micromanaging and control. I feel like that's kind of like the be more like me mentality. Like it can feed into that a little bit. Um I don't really have I don't I don't have nothing. You know, we don't have control issues. Nope. I'm just gonna do it. I mean it's (laughs) I'm not gonna force you to do it or stop you from doing something if I ask you to do something. And my request is not 
falling into your schedule when I need it. I'm just going to do it. So. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Ooh. Demands rather than invitations. You're going to go here. You're going to accept this. It's I'm getting, you getting nothing out of me from that one. I, I don't. Yeah. Do you feel like I'm demanding? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't have this. I, I mean, but people do. There are ultimatums in all type of relationships. Yeah. I, I'm getting. There's no aha moment there for me. No. Um, okay. This one is betrayals of trust. Guilty. Guilty. Um, so you have any suggestions on how to move past like betrayals of trust? Like, what do you do? You got to be, um, intentional about wanting to get past it Mm -hmm. and honest about why you want to get past it. Do you want to get past it because you look bad and you don't want the relationship in ending because you did something, you look bad and you hold it back. Um, I know for me, like when I made a decision, whatever the case was, when I made a decision that I actually wanted to alter my behavior, mm-hmm. like I'm serious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big, big part of it. So here's a here's a uh, a theory that I've been working on, working through for yep other other project, my passion, like it's. You got to be, you got to acknowledge like the behavior, mm-hmm. acknowledge the thing that, um, or the characteristics in you that aren't working for you or your relationship or are maybe harming others. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you got to take action. You got to do some stuff, right. You got to do the work, whether that's communicating better, mm-hmm. um, getting tools to learn, um, how to do or be better, going to therapy, um, reading books, listening to books. And then you got to be accountable, right? You got to be accountable to this new updated you where you re-baseline what's acceptable. And sometimes you need an accountability partner. Sometimes you need somebody objective that has your best interests in mind that can help you through that process. Mm-hmm. So funny that you asked that because I was actually thinking about some of this stuff. Funny so that's my that's my triple A. Or kismet. You don't know what kismet means? It's like okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay, and the last one is I know both of us, and we said this in like the first or second podcast that we did together, and that's keeping score. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I'm a yeah. You go out three times, I'm gonna go out one big time. You want some BS? I'm going to return it. That's how it was. Not now. Thank God for Jesus. So we basically hit oh, you all but that, three. You ain't down, that, no, I that said both of us. Keep, no, yes. Keep oh, you let me go into my uh, testimony. You ain't had nothing to say. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to think like me keeping score. I would just be quiet. Like it was no retaliation. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. I ain't here. I don't even hear I ain't here. Pretend like I ain't here. I'm like, I will move. Do you recall those days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even hear I ain't here. So any regrets, babe? Um, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Do I dwell on them? Do you want to name them? Are there any that are not fundamental? Like, no, I, I think. I, as a concentrator, I think we should be a lot further along financially in business. Um, even in with you know our kids develop, everybody's you know your kids are so smart, your kids are so what man. We got great kids, but that's Make some stuff. Kids. That's some stuff we gotta some stuff we gotta work on. Yeah, and you know I, I take responsibility for not making those things important um, all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got I got timing regrets because I think we're getting to it now, mm-hmm. but. We didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily always put the right focus or the right attention, right energy into what this family needed. Hmm. I have boundary regret, boundary regrets. 
until. That I didn't enforce some boundaries early on and that just set the stage for um, what our relationship would look like. So what did I write? Like ignoring my intuition there, I had boundaries there, like listen to yourself. And I just didn't because I had already made a decision. I remember your mom saying like, um, maybe 10 years into our marriage, like y'all wanted each other and y'all got each other. Like anytime we were going through difficulties or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it was like early on, you couldn't tell. I feel like we had something to prove because we did. And we just wanted each other. Something to prove in terms of like, like us being together in spite of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. No. I think, I think, um, I mean, really, I think that uh, facilitated the timeline of our marriage. Mm. Because we, we had a pregnancy. Yeah. Lost the child. Mm-hmm. And I don't think either one of us were going to get married because of a child. Mm-hmm. At least I know. I wasn't. I wasn't going to do that. We started out with one. What you but mean? <laughs> maybe we went the other way to show. Like we, we're serious anyway. Like we were, we're, we're not getting married because a child popped up. Mm-hmm. We're getting married because this is what yeah. we wanted. And I think we could have, I mean, we probably could have used another year of. Yeah, we could have. Like. Do you believe that it was ordained? Like our relationship was ordained by God at that point. Not saying that we were not meant to be together at all, but at that particular point in our lives, do you think we were pursuing out what we wanted or were we pursuing what um, was divine for us at the time? The a great question. Um, I don't know. Like, um, like I said, I think I think the timing. I think we could have been more mature, but then that goes down the path of right. Can't fate, right? right. You, you, what, what was the uh, movie? Um, where they were trying to beat death. Oh, Final Destination. Final Destination. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I, that not because of the movie, <laughs> but I don't like to dwell on those what if scenarios mm-hmm. because it, it introduces new thoughts mm-hmm. and I don't need that kind of energy. Okay. Not that I'm fragile or weak or frail, mm-hmm. but like we got right now. <laughs> yeah. Like we got right now. We got a whole lot of opportunity right now. Why are we going back and rethinking? It's good to reflect, but yeah. um, okay. I ain't putting a whole lot of energy in that. Me either. I was just looking at you. Oh, okay. I was like, what we have? I know if that was a, a sign that we were supposed to do something. No, 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 no. I think that's it. There was a, um, like a little question situation, but we don't have to do that now. We're already going over time. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Really good. Anything else about this topic? Would um, you ask me to marry you again? Wait. Would you ask me to marry you? I would do that differently. Okay. Yeah, I, I would. I would do that differently. I was thinking about that earlier. Actually, like my proposal was kind of. I think it was meaningful. It was kind of. I think if I had another year, I would put some more. What's your? I was listening. Oh, you face was digging all. <laughs> I'm digging nodding all with in. you. I was like, nodding with you. Yeah, I would have done that over. Um, and. I thought about that with the vow renewal service too, mm. but because I know you wanted to write your vows, you were just against that for some reason, child. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> like you were just like, no, nah. <laughs> like why are we arguing about our vows? <laughs> it wasn't an argument. I just want to go do of it. A, right. It was kind of it was yeah. Kind of, I would, kind of you know, thing. stubborn. I'm big time, big time stubborn. I love you time. anyhow. I still do. Yeah. No. All right. So let's. Did you uh, say yeah? No. I know. Yeah. I do love you. I I appreciate it. I love you too. Thank you. We've been stuck. Well, <laughs> I think we've um, exhausted this topic. We definitely exhausted this topic. Um, we appreciate you guys 
spending this time with us, this good 45 minutes to an hour. We hope that our conversation has maybe uh, aroused some thoughts in your mind Mm -hmm. and create some conversations because that's all this is about. It is us being transparent about our journey. We know that though our relationship is unique, some of the things that we experience, experience some of the things that we (laughs) experience, it is all of 1.45 in the a.m. Always round up. Oh, sorry. It's TV thing. We ain't even got time to snuggle cuddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took my shower. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. To say that we're going to be consistent, you could say that you've heard it all before, unless you're new. And if you are new, we appreciate you. Please <laughs> like. The point comment. has made a debut. Oh, it came back. It came back. Yeah, please. But in all seriousness, I am being way more intentional about content creation. This podcast doesn't have legs without the listeners and the viewers. So if you're not familiar with how content creation works, we need to demonstrate activity. So whatever way you're feeling about this podcast, get active in the comments, please. If you're not already following this on audio platform, please do that. If you're watching this on YouTube and you're not following Please, if you're not subscribed, rather, right. please do that. It all matters. So the subscription base is one thing. The likes is another component. The activity in the comments is very important because it demonstrates that we are creating community, which is the point. So if you want credit for listening, like, comment, share. We want credit for creating the community. So it's a win-win for all of us. Um, anything else? No, I'm good. That was a good. I feel good. I feel good about this conversation. Too bad it wasn't recorded. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your I face. I kid. I kid. Uh, we appreciate y'all. God bless y'all. Peace. <laughs>